Hi, it's me, Mixleana Leah Alexander, and this is my new exclusive podcast, Sociolia, where I'm bringing you a sociological perspective on how us as humans interact with the world and the systems in it. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share, because I do release an episode every week, and you never know I'm going to release a bonus. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sociolia. I'm your host, Miss Leah Leander Leah Alexander, and today we're gonna be getting into discussing a world of social constructs. A world of social constructs. Now, in layman's terms, a social construct is basically an idea, an ideology that's basically accepted, arguably by wider society, but most importantly by pushed by those who have power within society. Oftentimes, we find that social constructs are not based actually on fact, but really on opinion, not, not backed up by any science, and like I said, pushed by those in power. So those in power are the ones who are actually in charge of the social constructs. They're in charge of forming them, maintaining them. And of course, if you find yourself in a place of power, you're often benefiting from these social constructs that are created. Gender, social construct, is made to benefit those mostly who, uh, mostly masculinity, mostly patriarchy. And we're told by the social construct that there's only two genders in society. That's how it's always been. That's science. That's, you know, all of that. But the reality is before colonization, before the colonial powers came into play, ancient societies across the world. No, the the whole idea of... uh, binary gender system was not, no it was not the case there are ancient societies that has several genders you could be born as one and transition to another one you could actually go through several different genders throughout your lifetime in most ancient societies and to do so was seen as spiritual it was seen as the favor of the gods This whole this whole ideology we have about class, the rich and the poor. The poor the poor are poor because they're lazy. They don't save. I think I, I definitely think a lot of us can <laughs> know that that's some BS. When rent is on is three to four thousand dollars. 
But you make it less than $15. You make it minimum wage. You lazy, but you got three jobs. And it still can't pay the bills. And then they say you to go to college. Get all these loans out. And you do that, like, okay, great. Because, you know, okay, with the degree, I get a higher paying job. <laughs> Come out of college, make a minimum wage. And all this debt. Oh, but the poor are lazy. Another social construct, this idea of nationality, borders of the nation, you know, and with that coming that, you know, certain nations are better than others, like the whole idea of third world, third world countries and first world countries, social constructs. At the end of the day, we're all human living on this world have the same needs the need for shelter the need for food the need for social interactions but yet we socially constructed ourselves into these nations that define us and have their borders with the laws, many of the laws being often based on social constructs that further seek to divide. And that's the thing about social constructs. It's always about division. It's always about division. It's always either or. And the either or is always a good one is good and one is bad. And if it's bad, it has to be fought. It has to be eradicated. It has to be, you know, it's never, it's never like, well, this is one perspective, but this is a different perspective, and this is another, another perspective. We live in a world where it's very either or, because that's how the social constructs put into place by colonial colonization and colonial white powers, colonial white patriarchal par- uh, powers have deemed. When the Europeans first came to the Americas and when they were in Africa robbing it of its riches you know what they saw what was witnessed what was of those societies was truly not what we believe it to be today. colonial powers brought in these social constructs as a way to oppress and control. And we are very much still slaves of these social constructs. One of the reasons I got into or one of the reasons I definitely um, identify myself and align myself with a gender queer wardrobe stylist is because again Social, social construct tells us that certain clothes are made for women and certain clothes are made for men. 
well, number one, clothes don't have a gender. <laughs> That's number one. They're clothes. Fabric. Who somebody took a, a fashion designer or a sewer. Somebody took and made it into something beautiful. But it doesn't have a gender. A gender. <laughs> like, it's a piece of garment. It is what the person who wears it makes it to be. And that could be anybody. But because we're working in that social construct that there's only two genders, and therefore everything has to be categorized in that way, have you ever really just stopped to think like as as a human yes as humans we have similarities I give you that but why is it always either or why is it always two options maybe there's a third option or I'm telling you there is a third option but you know maybe we feel more in line with the third option or a fourth option or a fifth option maybe we feel in line with multiple options Social construction is all about dimming, control, putting you in that box. We deal with social constructs in every day of our lives. It starts, I mean, obviously, like I said, obvious one is the gender. When you wake up, how do you dress? How do you act? Do, you, do we all so gender? The social construct of gender is one that runs all of our lives. Even those of us who are trans and non-binary, oftentimes we find ourselves having to fight against it. But nonetheless, we experience it's something we experience every day in our lives. Are are do you? Do you, if you are a cisgender female or a cisgender male listening to this podcast, um, when I say cisgender is basically, in layman's terms, someone who is assigned a certain, within the traditional, or the societal traditional binary of male and female, who is assigned man or woman at birth, and basically they agree with that assignment. So for them, you know, it could be someone who was assigned, you know, man at birth and they agree that they are they do identify as man for someone who assigned female at birth it would be someone who, who identifies as you know being female but let's say let's let's go let's take a let's break that down let's do a little bit of challenging right there so let's say maybe you fall within those realms regardless of sexual orientation at this point because even then that's, there's a difference between gender identity and sexual orientation. We'll do. I'm, I'll discuss that in a different podcast, though. But um, oh, sorry. Um, oh, there's a difference between those two: uh, gender identity and, and sexual orientation. But let's say you do align with 
your sexual, I mean, your assign, you, you align with um, a gender, one of the binary genders. So therefore, maybe you're tuned to waking up every day and dressing as dressing to that assigned gender as what society thinks is appropriate. So maybe if you're a woman, and also you can be included for trans women too. If you're a woman or you're a man, including for trans men, do you automatically just go just dress in those traditional clothing? Traditional male and female clothing? And if you do, that's fine. I'm not saying there's a problem. But what I want you to get to see is what? why is it that you think the way you do? Like it's like for me, I'm not binary, but I grew. I was assigned male at birth, and I grew up socialized to be a male. Which means, for me, in terms of clothing and fa- fashion and styling, half my life was more so, you know, dressing in male attire. Although deep down, I, I you know, not that I have anything against it, but it's just like, well. I wanted to wear a dress and I could I, I was I couldn't I wasn't allowed to because that didn't fit within the gender binary it was either either or and I be even wanting to wear a dress that was seen as deviant evil I was <laughs> I was the uh, the evil that needed to be fought. You know, we deal with social constructs every day of our lives. And it's something we honestly always, I, I, I feel like we always have to reflect upon. I'm not saying, I'm not saying social, uh, how do I put this? Because some of us, some people might identify with certain terms or certain things or certain ideas that fall within those social constructs. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying again is to question why you think that way. Why you feel that way. Why you believe that way. Is it something that comes from authentically you and your self-experience? Or is it something that you've been taught to just do that you have to do without even thinking really thinking about where it comes from thinking about the root of it are you truly a free thinker or are you a robot are you simply just following what the system tells you to Something to think about. Remember, social constructs are basically the opinions of people. (laughs) Accepted as truths. Or accepted as truths that it's accepted as a truth that is believed to be for everybody, but 
we're humans from different backgrounds, from different walks of life. And I've said this before, everybody is unique. Everyone has their own unique story. These social constructs that are pushed upon us, oftentimes, that's why we find our lives to be chaotic. <laughs> because we're falling into these social constructs rather than, rather than questioning them. Well, why does it have to be this way? Or why is this this? Or why is that? Or, you know... To be humans with this great ability to reflect and think and communicate the way we do. And we have all these rules and regulations about how to be human. Mm. Think about that. Why is there rules? Now I'm not saying we have we don't need certain rules to live in harmony with each other. Like you know, I'm not saying uh, give up the the law or the common, you know, agreement that we we won't murder each other. You know, so, <laughs> that that's a good. But like the idea of how just even how people you get to tell people how to identify in terms of their gender, or in terms of who they love. And then even the fact that these social constructs hold us, oppress us, like the whole idea between good versus poor. The idea that poor people are lazy. When most poor people I know have three to four or five jobs and still can't pay the bills. They're doing everything they can, still can't pay the bills, but you still have the so-called well-to-do people who follow the social construct. Well, they're just not working hard enough. Or you gotta go through hell to get the, the good. But why? Who said that? Ha- who said that had to be that way? Why can't people make a living wage? If we're gonna live in a capitalistic society, why not give everyone the chance to make a livable wage, no matter what they're doing? Who said they can't? Why, you know, something to think about. People, I, I find one of the things I, I loved about sociology is it got me out of a rope, it, it takes me out of robotic thinking because I think so many of us were in a, that robotic, just in a robotic thinking, like we think robotically. What I like about sociology, it doesn't necessarily um, condemn, like, you know, what you think or what you feel. It just simply asks you, like, well, why do you feel that way? Where is it coming from? What's the root from it? What societal systematic things influence that? And people get scared of that because if many of us were to do that, as I did, it's like, shit. I believe this because I was taught to believe this. I was told you have to believe this. 
I identify this because I was told you have to identify as this because you'll be one of the good guys then. Every aspect of life we're living right now is a result, is a um, architect built by a social construct. Open your eyes. Question the world around you. Question the systems around you. Question the beliefs, the practices around you. It's and don't do it in a way where it's condemning. Well, why? But seriously, like, well, why is like? Be curious. Be curious. That's how you challenge these social constructs. That's how you begin to break a lot of them down. Be curious. Question. Well, why do I believe this? Why do I think this? Why do we think this? Question it. Just something to think about. <laughs> I'm your host, Mix Leander Leah Alexander. And this has been another episode of Socialia. See you next time.